0: Awesome. So, Ian, uh, welcome! Thanks for joining. Um, it's great to have you on. You're going to be the uh, you're, you're the first person on the uh, the podcast uh, as a manager from the SAL. Uh, we hope to get some a few more on to, to see different people's perspectives. Um, but yeah, you're the you're the first person, so welcome. Um, right. ask, you, you're obviously the manager of Old Owen's first team. Uh, how did you get involved in the club?
1: Oh, i just, um, it was about ooh, 19, eight, the mid 1980s, I suppose, and I'd been playing a little bit of sort of semi pro football for about, I don't know, receiving about eight quid a week from places like Hartford Town, Cheddon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, a guy called Les Williamson, who uh, some of the older uh, people might know, uh, approached me uh, and said, Would I like to get involved with, with Old Owens? I was, oh, I don't know, about 30 yeah 32 33 so I was coming to the end of that sort of dabble with semi-pro I suppose really um, and um, so that's how I got involved I almost got talked into it had a meeting at the school where I was head of PE and yeah, um, yeah Les virtually talked me into it in the library I recall but um, wow. no it's been uh, it's been a good arrangement to be fair and uh, so, I enjoyed of it
0: so did you join as a player.
1: Oh yeah, joined as a player. Yeah, in fact, the first few sides that I put out were virtually me and the school uh, school under 19, the school first eleven. Yeah, we were in the Southern Olympian League in those days, with Division Four. Yeah. and um, but we went right the way through in those four consecutive years. We we won each of those leagues four, three, two, one. And um, yeah, and I, I, we won that with a very young side. Although obviously, with having a few links from um, you know my playing career, brought some more experienced players in as it got tough really um, yeah. but it was they were, yeah, good days but um, the problem in those days was getting uh, cars <laughs> because they were <laughs> so young these lads they didn't own cars so uh, yeah we hiked them all, all around and there was a couple of dads involved as well uh, one who's Barry Cotton we still play now the, the club still plays for the Barry Cotton Cup Yeah, uh, and it's a pre-season tournament Minch are in it uh, Winchmore have been in it uh, Norse were in it last year so, uh, yeah, we, we remember Barry Cotton very fondly.
0: Great. So w- when was it that you uh, took up the, the role of the, the first team manager? Was it straight in as a first team or did you start yeah, there? You yeah, work way up?
1: straight away uh, in, in the mid-80s. We'd started the club. The club had moved from uh, Whetstone in sort of the Barnet area, sold the ground uh, and had bought the new ground that most people know at um, Cooper's Lane in Potter's Bar. So we moved up up there. And basically, it was it was a brand new start. Um, we 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 uh, started with I think just the two sides, yeah, two sides, uh, and then we developed it. At one point, we were having uh, six Saturday sides and two Sunday sides, okay, veterans and, and a league side in the local Barnet Sunday League. Yeah, so we developed it like that. But yeah, straight in player manager in those days, literally did everything uh, um, as far as selection um, and then. Not kit. The lads used to do the round kit, uh, but that's come full circle because I do the kit these days. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, so
1: it's good. Been good though.
0: So, um, over the last few years, um, <laughs> I've been looking back at some uh, some of the the, the, the honours and the, and the stats. Um, the, the last sort of four years has been a bit quiet for from... very
1: quiet. Last last title I think we won was twenty sixteen, the Old Boys Cup.
0: Yeah, uh, so 10, in sixteen seventeen 10. you won the Old Boys Cup. Yeah, there you um, go. And you finished sort of fifth mid-table in, in Senior Division 1. Um, mm-hmm. And then before that, you had the the, the double in 13-14 when you won Division 1 in the SAL. And right. you won the Old Boys Senior Cup. Yeah. So over the last sort of... Three four years. What's been the what's been the issues? Is it player selection? You I know, think,
1: yeah. I think most um, most managers in the S A L will will agree. It's uh, you're generally dealing with um, players who have got another life. They're not totally committed to football. Uh, football mm. is great, but it's not their number one priority. Always, uh, you've got pressures of work, and a lot of the lads are professional people. Yeah, uh, so they will get a lot of uh, pressures at work, um, and it's just been. The, the bad years, um, a couple of years ago, uh, 2018, 19, I think, we only just avoided relegation. And it mainly was because we used something like 35 players, you know, in the first team. Well, I remember, you know, I don't want to harp back all the time to the early days, but when we only were allowed one sub, you know, <laughs> like in the mid eighties, <laughs> only, only one sub allowed. Um, and, you know, certainly not a roll-on sub either, so that was it, once you'd made a decision, he was off. Um mm. You know, in those days, I think in that first or second, and second seasons, I've probably used a maximum of 20 players, if that, if that, probably about 18 players. And now you're using 35 players because, and for that reason, there's no continuity. Um, and then, then there's problems, obviously, with, uh, with the results, that, you know, that come with no continuity. Um, so, yeah, but... <laughs> And with, with a, a club like Owens, we do rely quite a lot on um, players coming back from uni. Yep. Uh, just at the moment, we're doing well this year. It's, it's ironic that, you know, this year has been folded. Um, we had, we've got a good group come from uni uh, and there's four or five of them. Um, uh, yeah, a group of four or five, three of whom have got straight into the first team. You know, and when you get a group of players like that, all friends or went to school together, And I've made a difference. And we've been waiting for that group to come through. But no excuses. We've definitely underperformed in the last uh, last four or five years. There's no doubt about that.
0: So what other other challenges would a manager face, in in your opinion, um, running a team in a league such as the SAL? Because, you know, a lot of people would understand the SAL is not the same as any other. No, I it's not.
1: as i say the main thing is the, the fact that people have a life other than football and um, if there's no money these lads are playing to they're actually paying us a tenner a week you know as well as they're um, signing on to the association or the football club itself so obviously um you're dealing with um, players who play for the love of the game uh, and sometimes other things just get in the way um, and you know you've got no you know, okay, I was only earning eight quid a week, but and I wasn't a contracted player, but it was still, you know, that you knew that that money would be withheld if you weren't there training twice a week, and or you know, you were late for the, the match meet, stuff like that. So you have to rely, I think, on the integrity of players, uh, and um, you know, there's no way that you can ha- go in there with a heavy hand and force players to, yeah. Yeah, who they told sort of thing. So it has to be um, by agreement, by by consent, Uh, Mm. and uh, yeah, and and by the same token, when people do get pressured, you know, with work or family or whatever, then that's where you know he's still a good player. You want him in your side, uh, and then when he comes back, he comes back available. Yeah, we might put him back in, but then we've got to still drop the player who's been there regularly, and that's always difficult as well. You know, that's not always good for team morale. So, yeah, you have to juggle those things around a little bit as well. So,
0: on the um, on on the senior divisions um, and even in intermediate divisions in the SAL, um, you travel all around London, um, see all different clubs, uh, and that. What's the, what's the best away day for for Owens?
1: Oh, we like going to Alame. Uh, like, okay, yeah. yeah. Yeah, because we we all get, get on the train. Uh, so we um, get on the train either at uh, Bournemouth or at uh, St. Albans, and we all go down to to our lane. Uh, they're always very hospitable. Don't, don't give us many points when we go there, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> can't expect that. But yeah, we love going down there. Lovely, uh, very nice people, uh, lovely clubhouse uh, and uh, tough football. But yeah, it's a good away day there very good indeed and some of the lads the younger ones they'll go out you know in in the old days pre covid days would uh us us oldies will get back on the train and go back and uh, a few of the the youngsters will get out and and meet friends in london and that's
0: all going to town yeah yeah
1: yeah yeah. london off london bridge or whatever so yeah i would say our lane is our best away day we like going to west wickham as well we take the school minibus to a place like west wickham or wilsonians we like that one as well um Take the, take the minibus and either me or Tim, the lad who helps me from the B department at Owens, uh, we drive it down. And uh, yeah, the lads just pile on. So that's always quite good because we have a, have a stop usually on the way back. If, well, if we've got three points, we do anyway.
0: <laughs> Quick question on Simbins. Um, they've been in for about three or four years now. Um, we was one of the leagues that piloted it um, for the FA. Uh, and now it's been imp- implemented a- across sort of grassroots. Uh, what as, as a manager, how does that affect you? If one of your players gets simbined, is, is it is it a real um, head game? Yeah,
1: I fear that more than anything else. Uh, one of the, my players being simbined because that well, it's, just, it's just as bad as a sending off. Because um, in in some ways, it's it's worse than sending off because when the player comes back on, you have to rejig twice over uh, and. Um, yeah, the players really need to take responsibility for the way that they speak to officials or question decisions. Uh, but in actual fact, I don't think at, uh, in senior one, the, ref- the referees use the sim bin quite enough. I think it is an effective tool in, in stopping dissent. Uh, and um, as I say, I fear, I fear the sim bin quite a lot. Okay. It, it, I have to rejig, uh, we have to rejig everything because of that one player who's, who's standing next to me for ten minutes.
0: So you 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 you, you believe that it works? Uh, it's a good, effective tool for descent um, and managing it. Um, but you you don't feel that it's used enough in, in senior division one?
1: No, I think last season or the, this season, if you like, twenty twenty one, we haven't had a play. I haven't seen a player sin bin in the, or the games that we've played. Uh, and in the previous season, nineteen to 20 i think i saw two players simbind right okay uh, yeah so but and and there that <sighs> perhaps there's a lack of consistency in what a referee takes if you like
0: yeah um, possibly
1: from from players you know um yeah, so, so I think that perhaps that's an area to look at as far as when we're, we're doing referees training courses and stuff like that, that, you know, we, we do try. I mean, I, I, I umpire cricket as well, and we're always talk, talking about consistency so that, you know, everybody's looking uh, to, to punish the same things, really. Um, but, um, yeah, so I, I think it's an effective tool that hasn't quite uh, been managed well enough.
0: A lot of people don't, don't know... Um... Is that you? Was actually a level four referee, and you're still actually a registered official, um, and you operated at the supplier league on the Spartan. Um, so, h- how do you how do you use your experience as a referee when it <laughs> comes to dealing with referees on match days?
1: To my advantage, <laughs> <That's a simple> <laughs> <answer>. <laughs> no. I, I mean, uh, I, what I what. I learned, I think, from moving from an AFA referee to a contrib referee was um, there's no grey areas when you become a contrib referee. Like with the AFA, there's a little bit of, oh, we can get away with this. We can get away with, we can leave this player on, even though he's committed a double footed challenge and jumped in (laughs) for five yards or whatever. We can still keep him on the pitch somehow. And then I just prefer referees to referee it straight, you know, as yeah. if they're as if they're being assessed really right the way through. Um, the old ways of the AFA referees, I think, and interpreting it uh, to their own, to their own interpretations, uh, I think I think are gone. That, that's the biggest sort of um, difference I felt. Um, I, I don't know. I, I know the referees quite a lot of referees. Uh, Personally, yeah. obviously especially the North London referees because I, I still referee at the, the Spurs Academy I'm not a Spurs fan but my sins I'm a Stoke City fan but I keep that generally keep that quiet but it won't be quiet now It um, won't no, no. <laughs> but anyway so Spurs uh, training ground is literally a um, mile and a half uh, from Old Owens and, yeah. and I live near Old Owens so Sunday morning and sometimes Saturday mornings for a match we'll see me um either refing or running a line uh, at one of their games. And um, so I, I see quite a lot of the referees, like people like Grant Mathias and people like that. Um, and, uh, yeah, and of, of course, you've got um, Pav, Pav Anastasi, who, who's um, a Yeah, I taught Pavlos. <laughs> so he was, oh, did he, you? He went to Dame Alice oh. yeah. So he did PE P lessons with me. So I, I do know the referees, but, you know... I, uh, but there's a, new, there's a new group of referees, including yourself, who I don't know. And, you know, it's, um, it's developing well, I think, this year.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's, there's a lot of new referees coming through. Um, I, I've only uh, had the, the privilege of refereeing Owens once um, under you. And that was, that was this year, over at Wickham.
1: Yeah, uh, that was a bad day for us. We thought we were back in it and lost it in the M 2 one And, and my, my own son, I, I ended up at the local hospital with my son with a dislocated shoulder. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, that was a bad day. One minute
0: you was there, the next minute you was in a minibus taking him to the hospital.
1: Yeah, and the rest of the lads just had to meet meet us there. Meet us at the yeah. hospital. Yeah, it was no, that was that was that, it,
0: it. Was a, it was a, it was a tough game, tough yeah. game for everyone. Um, it's
1: a good uh, standard. It's a good standard. Very good saying,
0: standard. Yeah. yeah, yeah, very good standard of football. Great pitch at Wickham, yeah. Um, and yeah, the atmosphere there is, is always good. Yeah,
1: because they um, get loud. Yeah.
0: Yeah, they do get a good crowd. So yeah, it was it was a good day. Um, but no, we've got a lot of young referees coming through, um, more on the promotional scheme through the AFA and, and other counties as well, um, that are slowly pushing up the ranks. Um, and it'd be good to get some, some new fresh blood um, through um, over the next couple of years, definitely. Yeah. Um, Cool.
1: People like Andy, Andy Dimitriades. you know, he, he's been on a contrib and he's come straight back to us, which is good because, you know, he, he's still young enough to do a great job for us. Yeah. Uh, it's a shame when we lose good referees and I understand they've got to, you know, push for their promotion. And once you get to a level four, it's not your life anymore as a referee. You, you're dictated to by the, by the FA, you know, um, but when you do become a level five straight back down to the sal there's still a, a role you know in, because the football the standard is very good i mean i went out as you did to watch um, the rep side in jersey last year yeah and um, you know if you look at and most of the side there were step five players i'd say mm. the jersey boys and it, they were cheating not cheating but it was they pushed it a bit and and if you look at Jersey, they'd won their league by February. Yeah. Before lockdown, they'd won their league. And we match them in every respect. So there are some very good players in the SAL. And the standard, I would always say, the standard is good enough to, uh, to compete in a contrib- contributing league somewhere. Uh, certainly the Spartan, probably win Spartan Div 1 and compete in the Premier halfway up.
0: Yeah, I mean, I was speaking recently to, speaking recently to Bob Leeds um, about the rep team um, and, and, and stuff like that. And, and one of the things that, that he did point out was that the, the SAL, uh, similar to the Arthurian, the AFC, um, they don't play with each other um, as a team every single week. They might meet up once every six to eight weeks. Uh, If they're lucky, you know, um, they might have a training session every six weeks and and that'd be about it. So when they do come together and do perform well, it is really, really good and rewarding. Um, But yeah, when you get a team such as as Jersey um, that play as a team every single week um, and then then come up against a a team that doesn't, they're they're always going to have some kind of advantage over them. Absolutely.
1: They've been thwarted for two consecutive seasons, Jersey. They they basically um, won it. Uh, I don't know how they were doing this season, but I think they're going to skip them up two two stages. I believe so.
0: Yeah, there is a potential for that. They they're going to apply um, yeah. to see if they, they can. The setup's
1: brilliant, brilliant mm-hmm. setup.
0: So, looking looking back at, at Old Owens uh, as as a first team manager, what do you want to see over the next couple of years uh, from the team? Sure, well, and
1: what generally what I want to see is break the... Not It's not a strangled hole, but definitely at the moment I think the, the strength in senior one is in the south with sides like um, uh, um, Nottsburgh, West Wickham, um, Polly. I, I count Polly as south, even though they're yeah. Chiswick. Um, you know, good sides. Um, and we don't seem to be able to sort of... Break away, Alain. Of course, you know they're always in the top four. And really, uh, we were going well this year. We were going well in cups. Uh, we, we've not won that AFA Cup. We've not won the AFA Cup, so that's always been a target of mine. I think we got to the final.
0: One. You've won, you've won the AFA Middlesex Essex twice. Yeah, yeah, that's right. um, And the AFA Greenland Memorial.
1: Yeah, but we've never won the AFA Senior. We no. lost to Northsborough, I believe. Right, okay. one uh, no, yeah, we lost at Norseman. So that's a bit of a target. Well, that's definitely a target for us. Um, I'd like to I'd like to see us win that.
0: You've obviously I'll, got we, the SAL Cups as well. Pardon? You've obviously got the SAL senior cup as yeah, well.
1: Yeah, We're we on. got to we lost heavily to Polly in in um, in the final of that. Uh, at HSBC. They put on a good showdown there. both Polly and, and HSBC laid on a, a great day for us there. Um, so yeah, there's that one, uh, and uh, Old Boys Cup. We, we like the Old Boys Cup. Yeah, uh, that Bob Leeds runs. We've always liked that, uh, and we've got a decent record in that, I have to say. But yeah, we've got to break that sort of uh, the, the strength of the South London <laughs> contingent, if you like. Mm. You know, uh, but uh, I mean, Norsemen are going well in, in in the North part. We're we're going quite well this year. Uh, yeah, we. I think we might be able to do it. We just need that consistency. You know, those bad years, those four, three or four years ago when we were really struggling, it was, as I said, uh, the lack of consistency about uh, availability and therefore selection that caused a lot of problems. Whereas this year we've used fewer players uh, and uh, we're a lot tighter knit. it, I think. Yeah. And that makes a lot of difference.
0: So if if you can look back over your time as a player... As, as a manager, as a referee, um, if there's anything that you could change and do differently or, or approach in a different way or, or say no to, uh, <laughs> what, what, would it, what would it be if there, if there is anything?
1: Yeah, I don't think that I, I said no to anything. I, as I say, I've enjoyed all my time in the AFA. I am much more enjoyed AFA football than I did, um, if you like, semi-pro football or even county league football. Uh, so from that point of view I've not regretted it for one minute uh, I think um, we'd have done better um, in, in certain years when if we'd have had a management team it takes three of us now to run that to, to run a that side at old Irons. Mm-hmm. Uh, myself um, David who's my son who's coming to the end of his playing career as far as you know he's a vet now really and um, and Tim Tim Dugan who's uh, gives us our strong link with, with Dame Alice in school and we still get a lot of players from there. So I think I'd probably look for more help uh, earlier on because I tended to do a lot myself in, in the early years. Whereas, yeah. Um, you know, I, I think now it's very much... I think Polly broke them all when they were totally dominant about four or five years ago. There, there was, you know, uh, with Jeff, there was about three or four guys running their first team and running it properly. Mm. Um, taking the training, doing all, the, setting stuff out before a game, you know, and and making sure that players um, got what they wanted, enjoyed their uh, their game of football, uh, and you know everything was laid on for them, and, and those boys worked really hard for them. it. Doesn't happen accidentally, and I think yeah. I would have, you know, look for more help. I think um, in, in the early days, as I say, rather than doing it uh, going solo,
0: <laughs> Ian. That's 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 great. I mean, it's been great talking to you, um, okay. and it's really good to to have an insight from a manager, uh, especially as a referee myself. Um, it's good to hear what it's like on the other side from the sidelines. So, that's thank cool. you for uh, getting involved, and hopefully, I'll I'll see you out and about very shortly. Oh,
1: it's been a pleasure, no problem. I hope it didn't give me too much stick at West Wickham.
0: No, not of course, <laughs> of course not. No <laughs> <laughs> I
1: was
0: a <Yeah>. hospital. <laughs> Yeah.
1: Okay, mate. Good to see you.
0: Bye bye.